Sabbath all? All right. Shall we begin with a short word of silent prayer? Hope you all have the notes. And in the Sabbath, I would really like everyone to pay attention to this because um, this is something which we will meet very soon. And the Lord is not telling us these things just for naught. Um, and this is something in which it's a harder battle we will meet. It would seemingly look like an easier battle, but because it is seemingly easier, that's what makes it much harder. Because it's easier for man to get lax and man to um, lift up self in that time. So we're going to continue looking at Rome, or more so the spirit of Rome, as we said weeks past, where we've seen that um, when, when you look at this chart here, you have Babylon, Medo, Persia, Greece, and Rome. And, and with these nations, they have the corresponding animals. And you have these three natural animals, the lion, the bear, and the leopard. But however, in this fourth one, it's an unnatural thing. So the rule in the Bible is that if it breaks, breaks the laws of nature, it must be looked at as what? Figurative. Figurative. So when you look at things as a figure, you're looking at um, the spirit of the thing. Because was, was Christ an actual lamb? No. no, but he carried the spirit of a lamb. So, so that is there, there to teach us the, the, the spirit in which Christ, Christ, Christ was to come in the first time he came upon the earth. So now, likewise, with this, looking at Rome, we're looking at the, the spirit of Rome. And this is the thing we have to fight against the most. This is what Satan, it's, Satan is this dragon here. So it is his spirit. The spirit of Rome is his spirit. And it's not dealing with a literal locality of Rome. It's dealing with the spirit of Rome. It's what we have to really watch for. And um, if we don't have our eyes sharpened by God's word, um, we shall fall by the spirit of Rome because this is how every fallen being has fallen before is by the spirit. Satan himself made up this, this, this system and he fell by the same system he created himself. So as, as we go along, I know Swindon um, will we'll pick up also this new world order. Also, Kanara will pick up this new world order. The new world order is patterned after the Romish spirit. It's the spirit of Rome. So this is what Satan wants in this earth, so, so he will put all his energies into that. Amen? You following? Okay. So we look at Daniel 8.25, and it says, And through his policy also he shall cause craft to prosper in his hand, and shall do what? Magnify himself in his heart. This is the spirit of Rome. And when you go look at what the pioneers say about, about, about these verses, you also have to include 23, 24, 26, 27. So this is Rome in, in all its phases, in pagan Rome, in when, when, when the Pope rule, rules over Rome, and when the image of beast is formed where this Roman spirit is now in the United States, and it's in the world. So this is not only speaking about the past, it's also speaking about now, and it's speaking about when the Son of the Lord shall be passed in the United States. Amen? Amen. Okay. Saying, so he shall magnify himself in his heart, and by peace shall destroy many. He shall also stand up against the prince of princes, but he shall be broken without hand. Go ahead. Amen. Yeah. Until the end of the world. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So, amen. And this is when the the stone the stone comes in breaks breaks the um the image is broken without hand so and this is really pointing to the end end of the world so all right so the point we're going to look at much in this time is destroying and by peace shall destroy many so we look at what the word peace means and we looked at this previously um write them out again as we did in the past 
Peace. Can someone call them out? Security. Amen. Security. Prosperity. Amen. Abundance. Her prosperity. What's the other one? Quietness. That's wrong. Yeah, prosperity. And say quietness. So, Satan, there was a quote, I believe, I don't know if it was in the chat, where all of us are not, but there's a quote that was shared that Satan likes, Satan doesn't destroy the system that is there. He, he, he would rather use that system that was already built up in there and use it, use it for his own means. And the reason why I'm saying that is because um, the, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord brings, brings about security. The Lord brings about abundance. The Lord brings about prosperity. And the Lord brings about quietness. So Satan will only use the things in which the Lord brought about. Because just like, um, we're, just as man, God, God, God created man in this earth. And we only use the things that God made in this earth to bring about evil. So, so this is giving us an illustration of what Satan can do. Because his mind is limited only to what God has made. So it, he can't go out of those bounds. Go ahead, Kunard. God didn't make his sin. Amen. His own system is rebellion. And you would detect him right away. So he Amen. can't use rebellion because he said if he was to come as he really is, Amen. Yeah. people would flee from him. So he always used what God has already put in place to, to draw you away from what God has put in place to bring you to where he, he wants to. Amen. So Satan can never come in the plain form in in which he is, because even at, even after the Lord raises up the wicked dead, he still assumes this religious, pious form, looking as Christ, looking nice and and and, and peaceful. He he always, he could the, never work Amen. He can never work openly. He always wants to hide. That's all he does. The reason why he hides is because he's a coward. He's afraid. That is why he hides. That's the only reason why he hides. Go ahead, Michelle. Amen, yes. Amen, yes. Amen. He always um he always comes in a um in a garb, basically, is just all I'm going to say. Okay, so, and let's go to Job 12, 6. It says the what? Tabernacle. The tabernacles of robbers prosper. And who is the robbers of thy people? Amen. It's Rome. Rome is the robbers of thy people. And and Job, um, this is one, one of Job's friends, and he's saying the tabernacles of, ro of robbers prosper. This is true. Rome Rome is always Rome always um, look look like it is it is the best and it's and it's free from 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 trouble and and and, and sin. It says and they that what provoke God are secure security and, it, and the other one was um amen prosperity. Now let's continue on. Look at the next verses. We looked at these last time. It says, When thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for, for the good land which he, he hath given thee. Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes which I command thee this day. Lest when thou hast eaten and art full, and hast built goodly houses and dwelt therein, and when thy herds and thy flocks multiply, and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied, and and all that thou hast is multiplied, then thine heart be lifted up. So we saw, it says, and he shall magnify himself in his heart. His heart is now lifted up. Continue on in verse 14. Then thy heart be lifted up, and thou forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. John to verse 17. It says, and thou say in thine heart, my, my power of mine and the might of mine hand hath gotten me this wealth. So this this is the Lord here was trying to warn Israel not to indulge in the spirit of Rome, not to follow in this spirit that 
when 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 all things is is good, when you're secure and you and, and and you have abundance, you have quietness, you have and, and and you're prospering, do not take the glory upon yourself. The Lord illustrates the first thing we should do, and it's in verse ten. It says, "Thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good for the good land which thou that excuse me which He hath given thee." So immediately when it comes, you have to give God all, give it right back onto the Lord. Jump down to Ezekiel 16, verse 10. So now we're going to look at how the Lord um, shows Israel with it as well. Okay. Yeah, show, shows Israel. They, they went and went directly against what the Lord told Moses to tell unto them. In verse 10, it says, I clothe you also with um, broidered work, amen, and shod thee with badger skin, and, and I girded thee about with fine linen and covered thee with silk. I decked thee also with ornaments, and I put braces upon thy hands, and a chain on thy neck, and I put a jewel on thy forehead, and earrings in thine ear, and a beautiful crown upon thy head. Thus wast thou decked with gold and silver, and thy raiment was of fine linen and silk, embroidered work. Thou didst eat fine flour and honey and oil, and thou wast exceeding beautiful, and thou didst prosper into a kingdom. And thy renown went forth among the heathen for thy beauty. For it was perfect through my comeliness, which, which I had put upon thee, saith the Lord God. But thou didst trust in thine own beauty, and playest the hearted because of thy renown, and poured out thy fornications on everyone that passed by his it was. So if you look at this chapter and then compare it with Ezekiel 28, it's this very same thing. One is just showing Satan himself, or what, what happened in his mind, and, and, and the, works, the works in which he did in heaven. This one is showing um, Israel, which is God's church, following the same pattern as Satan, lifting up themselves because of all the goodness in which God gave, gave, gave unto church. Amen? Amen. All right. Go ahead. We also have to discern um, whether it's God or Satan who's trying to give it to us or giving it to us, I should say. Amen. Because uh, um, Belshazzar tried to do the same to Daniel, put the chain around his neck and stuff like that. But Daniel needs to Amen. But the one where God, God also gives the very same thing. But God is saying here, when I do give this to you, don't lift yourself up. But yes, um, Satan also does does the very same thing. He tries it, and that one's supposed to shun, sh shun and put off. Amen. Giving him the, 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 the of God. Continue on. Do Deuteronomy twenty eight. Moreover, all these curses shall come upon thee, and shall pursue thee, and overtake thee, till thou be destroyed. Because I hearken not. Amen. Voice, voice of the Lord thy God to keep his commandments and his statutes which he commanded. And John to verse 47. Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart for the abundance of all things. So God will give us abundance. And we really need to keep this in mind. This test is going to be a harder test. Poverty is an easier test, and we will read that. Poverty is, much an, is, is a much easier test than having abundance. But to really see if we're following, if, if we're really following God for God, the Lord, the, the Lord will cause us to be prosperous, and not only in means, but it's also in influence and, and, and in honor as well. And we'll, and we'll read it as we go along. And this test will be a much harder test, and we must um, have our eyes onto the glory of, uh, of the Lord. Canard? Amen. And so, um, 
when, when the fullness of time was come, the Lord, the Lord poured out the fullness of heaven into this, this one, one, one nation. So shall it be in the United States as well. And, and with the United States, um, they'll follow in the same pattern as Rome in crucifying Christ through the message and, and, and those whom the Lord raised up to give that message as well. All right. Um, we can... Yeah, okay, go ahead. Yes. Yeah. He puts he puts on a garb to make him look look good because the first the first garb he put on was was the um excuse me the the serpent. Yes, the serpent. The serpent was the best looking animal at that time. So he took on the the, the form of the best looking thing, and then. And then he went and took man, which was which was God's crowning um, crowning act in in the first week. So he always wants to take the highest the highest thing. So so when when God lifts us up, we are to stay humble. But when you're higher up, obviously the winds are harder. The winds the winds um, the winds move move much more. If you look outside right now, the tops of the trees are moving, are moving. Not, not, not the, the um, yeah, yeah, amen, the base. amen. The base of the trunk is not moving. It's the tops of the trees that move. Go ahead. Okay. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yep. Her beauty. Amen. Amen. Did y'all read the um, CS? CS 30? Yes. I put it in the chat, I think Thursday or Wednesday, something like that, to read CS chapter 30, Dangers in Prosperity. If not, please read that in your own time. We have some quotes in here upon it, but please read that chapter if you have not. Because this is something we will meet and we have to watch out for. It. And also, um, Kanar put a, a whole, I don't know what to call it, but he... It's a whole article. Yeah, from T1791. Go and read that as well. It's lengthy, but it is... It, huh? It's worth it. It is worth it. We all, and I'm serious, we all need to read that. Because that shows us the pitfalls. It shows us the good things to do and the pitfalls. So if we just look at that, that is a, a clear sketch of what to do and what not to do. Clearly. And it shows us how God will also make us prosper at the same time. So we almost read those two, two things. CS chapter 30, Councils on Stewardship chapter 30, and T1791. Uh, I think it's like 145 it starts in, and T1791. Read these two upon prosperity, and you will fear prosperity. Uh, uh, there was two hands. And I know Quinton was one, I, I think Michelle. No, I think Kennard, yeah, Kennard's hand was up. No, what I was going to say is, um, as you... But talk about it, you know, one of the things the Lord impressed that, like he was saying, he is really going to put us in that position, you know, where not just spiritual riches, but financial riches as well, because well, we're going to have to manage all of those things. Huh? For him to be plowing our hearts now to give us this information, it's called the only reason that he's preparing us to, for such a thing. And when someone that time comes, we won't lose sight. Of, of, of God. these things, but I, I also understand that if we're not making use of what He's given us now, then you're certainly not going to make use when He gives it to you. Amen. Then. And, and then it wouldn't be—it wouldn't make sense to give it to you because you're Amen. not. If, if all we have is a hundred dollars, and within that hundred dollars we don't think of how can I bless somebody else, 
then we're not going to bless somebody with a thousand. A hundred thousand dollars, yeah. It's, it's, Amen. That's just not going to happen. Amen. So this is we we really need to learn how to use the literal money and the spiritual money alright. Because um just as Kanar said, if we don't use the little right, when the Lord won't give us much, because if we wasted a little, we're gonna end up wasting much. Obviously, if a small child, if I hand him five five coins and use all those coins to go and buy 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 candy you're not you won't you won't allow him to have more more money because he obviously just wasted it so it's just it's just common sense that we won't receive those things um if 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 we don't use what we have now all right and we really have to and um all those who have complained that we don't have money the time's gonna come when you have money and then We'll see if you if if money was was the real problem, and much times money is not the real problem. It is our spiritual life is the problem. Go ahead, Kanar. And that's nice because in that article, that's what was happening to that lady. Amen. She's complaining that she had no money and that how if she had money like others, she would do all these would great things. Things. would great things. I would help so the now poor. The Lord told her angel, prosper her. I just love that. You know, the Lord right. told his angel, okay, now I tested her. And, 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 and poverty. Now yeah. Prosperity. prosperity. Let's see if she would do exactly what she said she would do. And as soon as she got the money. Yeah, yeah amen. If you go read that, she says, as soon as money came, means came in her hand, she, went she started to pray less. She started to pray less. So if you're not praying now, when you have nothing, when that money comes in, yeah. you're going to pray less. Yeah. You're going to lose. And and the Lord the, and the Lord will allow it. At, um, the, Lord, the Lord Lord will allow it that way, and we'll see that in Matthew four. But so go ahead, Quentin. Oh. You can see that if you see what you are now, that's what you will be when you have money. Amen. So, yes. So you can judge what you will be in the future by what you're. What's happening now? now. Amen. Go ahead. I was just gonna ask the second question. Again. It's T seventeen ninety one. Oh okay. Okay. All right, cool. All right, so Romans 12, verse 1 and 2. You have to keep this in mind. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a, a what? Living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world. The dragon is the one that is ruling this earth. Ephesians tell us, Ephesians 2, 2 tells us, tells us that it's the prince of the power of the air. The prince of the power of the air is Satan. It's this dragon. So the, the, Lord, the Lord through Paul tells us, be not conformed to Rome. And the, the whole earth knows, when in Rome, do as. Amen. Once you're in Rome, just do as Romans. The world has this, the, the, this saying because Satan implanted that saying in the earth. So we cannot follow that saying because it says, do not as Rome right here. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind that that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Next verse, Romans 8, 29. For whom, for whom he did foreknow, he, al he also did pre... Um, amen, thank you. To be... Um, amen. To the image of his son, that... that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. All right, let's go to 18 Amar, 361, paragraph 2. Okay, so read this, please, this paragraph. In councils of heaven, it was decided that principles must be acted upon which would not at once destroy Satan's power. For it was his purpose to place things upon an eternal basis of security. Time must be given for Satan to develop the principles which were the foundation of his government. The heavenly universe must see the principles which Satan declared were superior to God's principles worked out. God's order must be co contrasted with the new order after Satan's devising. The corrupting principles of Satan's rule must be revealed. The principles of righteousness expressed in God's law must be demonstrated as unchangeable, eternal, perfect. Amen. All right. So what were the claims of Satan's new order then? 
Okay, amen. That God's law, God's law was not perfect. What else? It was oppressive. What else? It was a burden. Huh? Amen. No one could live up to that standard. What else? Just, just name them all out if you can. Amen. Yes. Amen. Uh, amen. Yes. It's a cruel tyrant. What else? Amen. So, this is what was Satan's new order in heaven. So, what shall be the new world order on, on earth? All the same arguments will be brought against the Constitution. Everything. All, everything we just said will be the same arguments against the Constitution of the United States. Because the new, new world order is not anything new. It is of old. There's only new light upon the old. That's all it is. So, they'll say that the Constitution, this, the, the, it, is, it is oppressive. It is holding us back from, from some greatness in man. It is, it, it, it is a tyrant. It is this. It is that. All, everything in which everybody just said is the same arguments that will be used for the new world order to change it over into the hands of the church. And it's the, the same, same ones. Amen. 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 All the same things. Because the laws of this land were framed by God. So the law of God, we already obviously is framed by God. So all those same arguments will be against, against, against both natural laws and God's high holy spiritual law as well. Amen? Amen. All right. Go ahead, Quentin. So then it might look like um, getting rid of the Constitution in the name of uh, individual independence or something like that. Mm-hmm. Amen. God has the version of that, though, because everybody is supposed to govern themselves. Yes, and it is already here. Yeah. It is already here so that everyone can govern themselves. Mm -hmm. But they think they can make it better because that's what Satan thought. Satan thought he can make God's law better. So man on earth would think like, hmm, I can make the laws of this land better by doing this, by introducing something that would destroy the same thing that gave them the freedom to even make, make a change in the law. Amen. Yes. All right. Um, next paragraph. Says the spirit of the what? The papacy. the papacy. The spirit of conformity to worldly customs. But Paul says, be not conformed to this world. The veneration for human traditions above the commands of God. So this is the spirit of papacy. These two things. Conformity onto the world and lifting up human, human traditions above the commandments of God says it's permeating the Protestant churches. So now, this is taken from, actually, I, so, so now she says it is talking about the churches. This is permeating Protestant churches. So the rest of this, of this, whole, this whole note we have here is, is this is talking about the church. We will see this new world order in the church. This is where it begins. The new world order begins in the church, and then it goes out into the State, because that's what happened with with um the on um, the first sin, Eve Eve was caught first, and then it was brought onto the man Adam. Says, and leading them on to do the same work of Sunday exaltation which the papacy has done before them. All right. So now next paragraph we look at. I don't know if it's Loughborough or um, Wagner or Jones. In this paragraph, we'll see now the same spirit of the papacy, the spirit of Rome, is in the Seventh Day Adventist. Church. So this, so 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 we've seen the spirit of Rome in the world, see the spirit of Rome in Protestant churches, but now we're gonna see it in Seven Adventists. This spirit is in every facet in, in the earth. But there's a little little group that is holding on to the commandments of God. And many will join that little group as well. Can someone read um paragraph four, please? Of of Wicked policy got in, and the thing that made it so destructive and practice was the false spirit that was allowed to be in it. 
Amen. So the thing that made it so wicked was was the was the spirit, is the false spirit, is this policy that it carries. Okay, so let's take the next one, paragraph seven now. In general conference. Go ahead. Lovely. In general conference two years ago, it was read, and it has been printed, and and you have read it. God is about to turn and overturn in the institutions that are called by His name. That is so. Think a moment. It does not say that God is about to turn and overturn the institutions. The institutions are all right. But he is about to turn and overturn in the institutions because of the wicked spirit that inhabits the institutions. That work has begun. It began before the general conference assembled, and it is going on now in the general conference. God has begun it, and it will not stop. Amen. So this wicked spirit is in the St. Adventist Church as well. And she says here that God, God will... Um, turn it not not turn the institutions but in the institutions and he will take out those the, those who are following satan in those institutions and replace those men and yeah, replace those men with with men who will lead and guide aright amen? amen so this is also speaking about us in here we can um we need to search ourselves and see if we have this same policy. If we if we have this same spirit, because if so, this is what 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 will happen to us. The Lord will turn and and turn again and sift out those who are not following Him. So it is in in the the church as well. Continuing on. Now we're gonna look at this human policy again because the spirit of papacy is a is to lift up the, the, the um, human, human traditions over the commands of God. So now we look at this human, this, this human policy here in PM 147, paragraph 6. Um, can someone read this, please? The pattern, Jesus Christ, must ever be kept before us. The Lord Jesus says, follow me. He that would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily, and follow me. This was not done, but a new order of things was introduced into the office. The council, the councils of God were too often ruled out of our assemblies. How? With some by an unholy confederacy. We will stand together, they said. You give me your support, and I will give you my support. This was the principle that controls some of the workers in the office. God called it an unholy confederacy. His grace and his spirit had nothing to do with this human policy. Amen. So the new order of things is based upon this human policy. I will give you my support and you will give give me your support. While so that Amen. Amen. It's the UN joining together to go and take down, as Daniel 8:25 says. To stand up against the prince of princes. That's all this confederacy is about. The new world order is just to go against the prince of princes. And, and those who follow the prince of princes. That's all it's about. Um, go ahead, Quentin. That was the point of Biden's inauguration speech. Was ah. to unify Amen. Yes. Amen. So, so you see this spirit happening in, in the world already. That everybody come into one. And we see this ever since... Um, um, the fifth day, fourth month, ever since the start of this line, it has been about unifying the whole world. Every riot, all those things, is about unifying the whole world. COVID, it's about unifying the whole world. The stuff with Ukraine now, it's about unifying the whole world. So it is all showing this unholy um, agreement that man is coming, in, coming into. This is what this new world order is about. Because this is what Satan did in heaven. If you want to see the new world order, look at, just look at the old. It follows the same plan. Satan gathered many angels on his side and said, if you give me your support, I'll give you my support. But we all know that this is a lie because they ended up, they, we all know that they will end up piercing Satan because he has lied to them continually. Yeah, I like this quote. It's not really the support that's the problem. Is they're giving their support to something evil. Amen, yes. Because she begins by saying, she begins by highlighting the cross. So the new order is, is, is anti-cross. That's that's the new order. Whatever they, they had to do, they were not willing to do it. And they, mm -hmm. and they, and they formed a union, a new order that was anti-cross. To be anti-cross is to be anti-Christ. 
Amen. Amen. Yes. For one purpose. Amen. Which Amen. You see that with Caiaphas and Annas and the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they had opposite thoughts upon upon um upon upon things. But they came together just to stand up against the Prince of Princes. All right. Um. PM 148, paragraph 1. So, let us not be found with this human policy. This is a human policy, and we have to fight against the spirit at all times. This is, we cannot partake in the spirit. So now we're going to look at money. We're going to look at this, this one in, in this literal sense, in the literal money. Um, there's much, much things you can look at with this peace and prosperity, abundant security. It's all throughout the scriptures. So if you want... Something will search out. You can just look at the spirit of Rome, and there's many things you can look at. Hand, Michelle. Okay, yes, yeah. Amen. And and the main thing is that they're varying away from it. They're they're um they're their thoughts are 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 to fight 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 the laws that made made this land a land in in in, in the first place. But all right, um, can someone read PM one forty eight paragraph one? PH 9710 paragraph 1 a new order of things had come. The, the visions were, not, were no longer reliable. The reprover had become silent. Now all was peace, peace. Okay, so what spirit is this? Rebellion. Amen, spirit of rebellion. It's the spirit of Rome. They, the, um, the, the visions were no longer reliable. This is a new order of things. So Thinking. showed us that you could watch when someone starts going, going Amen, yes. Amen. Testimonies of God's spirit. Amen. Amen. Don't don't re Amen. When we hear these things, we must know that a, a different spirit, spirit is upon that. Person. Amen. It is the spirit of Rome. And she says, clearly, now all was peace, peace. This is the spirit of Rome. It's the, this is what Rome uses to, to take down many. That is what Rome did at the beginning. This is what Rome will do at the end. Rome boasts that she never changes. So therefore, we know that she, this is it. it. It's clearly Rome said out of her own mouth that this is what she does. And this is what we're seeing. But this is in the church. 
<clears throat> excuse me. It says not speaking about in the state, so <clears throat> not in the church. So this is the thing that we must um, look at the most and watch ourselves. We must ask ask the Lord, is it I? This is the only thing we should ask. Don't. But we don't repent. We're saying I never change. Amen. Yes. Amen. But the the, fir the first message in in Matthew was repent. Because John, J John came forth and said, repent. That was the first message. So, all right. Finish it, please, the, the paragraph. The, uh, the, reprover, the reprover had become silent. Now all was peace, peace. Things were moving prosperously. Right Means there. flowed in, and the zeal of the collectors was... Eulogize, yes. Responsibilities of importance were laid upon men unfitted to bear them. In a short period of time in which Brother Loughborough was invested with authority and apparently prospered, he became exalted, lost sight of the simplicity of the work, and to a great extent finished his usefulness and influence where he was known. Amen. So we just look at each one of these things here. This is showing the spirit of Rome. The spirit of prophecy is set aside. Reprovers are silent. Now all is now all is peace, peace, and things move on nicely and smoothly. Everything is nice. Amen. For a time, because now the because the quote we read says the Lord is going to turn and overturn in those those um in those institutions. Amen. And and the Lord will take out those who has this spirit. Amen. All right. Um, okay, 19 of Mark 3, 27, paragraph 3. And I really want us to keep in mind that this is speaking about us, that this is really what we, we shall see very soon. We shall be prosperous, and the Lord shall prosper us if we continue on doing, doing the right thing. But the Lord really wants us to see a new page of ourselves when the Lord prospers us. Because now that is when a different test comes upon us, a different trial comes upon us. And we have to be faithful in that trial as well. Um, can someone uh, read this as well? Satan devises through his masterly deceiving power to make evil appear as righteousness, to keep men working in his line that those whom God has entrusted with great responsibilities shall be perverted from his allegiance and serve his purposes. Thou hast defiled thy sanctuary by the multitudes of thine iniquities. This represents a corrupt spiritual administration. Okay, so it's talking about in, in the earth, in the world, and in the church. Continue on. The influence that is gained through positions of trust is used for selfish purposes instead of for, for the good of others who stand approved before God more than they, for their dependence is in God, and they are seeking his glory and not their own. Even now, Satan is continuing and advancing in the same line which he began. He rules by the, by the same law. In heaven, he lost his self-sacrificing principle and all selfish care for his associates, and little by little, he introduced a new order of things, consulting his own hand. Amen. So this, I don't really need to say much upon these points. I believe these quotes and these texts are plain enough, and it, it there's there there's nothing that must be said said to add to it. But these is just we must watch this spirit, and I cannot stress enough that this is coming. That the Lord will prosper us if we're faithful now. The Lord will pro prosper us then. That's a totally different fight we have to deal with then. Next paragraph. Now we're gonna look at Balaam. Um, we're gonna look at verse six here. Save a little time. It says, "Thou shalt not seek their peace nor their prosperity all thy days forever." Speaking about Balaam, so Moses speaking back to what what happened previously. So now let's go look at Revelation two. Now I was looking at um, look at verse thirteen. It says, "It says even where Satan's Satan's seat is." And then the Bible connects Satan's seat now with Balaam. Let's go to verse 14. But I have few things against thee, because thou, thou hast there them that hold the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block 
for the children of Israel to eat things sacrificed unto idols and to commit fornication. So that which Balaam did is showing where Satan's seat is. Satan's seat is in Rome. And, 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 this, and this is how Satan rules, by, by the power and might of Rome. And Rome itself, the word Rome means power. So Rome is a power in, in and of itself that we must fight against. So now let's go to Numbers 22, verse um, verse 12. It says, And God said unto them, Balaam, thou, thou shalt not go with them. Thou shalt not curse the people, for they are blessed. So, um, John to verse 15. And Balak sent again princes more, sent again princes more and more honorable than they. And they, and they, um, amen, and, and said to him, thus, thus saith um, Balak, the son of Zippor, let nothing, I pray thee, hinder thee from coming unto me, for I will what? Promote thee. Promote thee. All right, so. So now this is this is the spirit of Rome. Uh, Satan taking Christ up into the mountain. Amen. Amen. So now, I, all right, we'll. Amen. All right. Amen. It says, for I will promote thee. Uh, uh, amen. Unto very great honor. He will prosper, Balaam. And. I will do whatsoever thou sayest unto me. Come therefore, I pray thee, curse me this people. So, so we see in this chapter here, it's all, this is the spirit of Satan, which is the spirit of Rome. If I'm saying the spirit of Rome, I'm talking about the spirit of Satan. I'm saying the spirit of Satan, I'm about the spirit of Rome. They're one and the same. The reason why I say that, yet again, is because this is why. Right here in the chart, the, the Bible tells us that, that, that Rome is symbolized by this dragon. But the, but the primary view of, of, of this dragon is Satan himself. So the Lord connected them as one and the same. Rome and Satan is one and the same. All right, go down to Proverbs 4, verse um, 5. Get wisdom. Get what? Understanding. Understanding. Forget it not, neither decline, decline amen, from the words of my mouth. From my, from, excuse me, from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall pre preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. This is true on both sides. But, but there's a wisdom of God, and there's man's wisdom. Man's wisdom shall promote thee. But God's wisdom shall promote thee as well. But man's wisdom is a false promotion. You have to keep that in mind. There's two wisdoms. There's a higher wisdom and a lower wisdom. There's a heavenly wisdom. There's an earthly wisdom. And we have to get the heavenly one. This is what Solomon is speaking about. This woman is the woman we have to chase after. This um, wisdom. Amen. It says, she shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. It says, she shall give... Give... Excuse me. Give to thine head. Amen. Thank you. An ornament of grace, a crown of glory, shall she um, deliver to thee. Amen. Proverbs 22. A good name is... Amen. Then great riches and loving favor rather than silver and gold. So when the Lord prospers us with the silver and gold, the main thing we should look upon is a good name. Because Solomon acts for um, wisdom, wisdom so that so that he might lead Israel. And he got riches after. So his mind was on God and lifting up God and, and his work in the earth. So we must pattern after um, Solomon as well. And this says, by, um, by, amen, and, and the, fear, the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. So the true riches, honor, and life is a humble life. And the fear of the Lord. All right. So now this is taken from the chapter I was telling y'all about, CS 147. And I really need everyone in here to read that chapter. Read, read those two chapters. They are, they are needful because it's something we're going to need. So if you know that you'll meet a test soon, 
and this test is for life and death, it would, it would behoove you to, to practice and um, study for this test. Everyone did it in school for the most part. And this is something we, we, we really have to keep in mind. So CS147, paragraph one, says, Throughout the ages, riches and honor have been what? Attended with much peril to humility. But we just now read there, says that their true riches is humility and the fear of the Lord. But when nat natural riches come about, the natural man usually wants to lift himself up. It says, to um, humility and um, spirituality. Amen. It is when a man is prospered, when all his fellow, fellow men. Amen. Speak well of him that he is in special danger. So flattery is something that we must fight against always. Men will flatter men. And this is how many men fell. It says man is human. Spiritual um, prosperity. Amen. Continues only so long as man depend, man, excuse me, depends wholly upon God for wisdom and for perfection of character. And those and those who feel most their need of um, dependence upon God are usually those who have the least amount of earthly treasure and human honor on which to depend. So, anytime riches come, it is a harder test in following God. So seek not after riches. Seek after wisdom and she shall exalt thee. Embrace her and, and what does it say? Yeah, embrace her, and she shall bring thee honor. That's why the Lord exalted Babylon. Because Amen, yes. Amen. Okay. All right. Um, can someone read the bold next paragraph? Amen. So this is what happened with Lucifer. He was, um, he was favored of God, and he looked upon himself. So if we are faithful, we shall be favored of God, which is which is a very great thing. These things we should seek after, not the riches, not the money. Those things put aside, because those things, generally speaking, ninety nine percent of the time, make people fall. Hand, go ahead. That's why we have to be tested in prosperity, because Lucifer was tested in prosperity. Amen, so yes. So was Christ, so was Adam and Eve, and, and the list goes on. And when you actually look up exalt, one of the definitions is actually to refine and purify. Oh, so really? in order for us to be refined and purified, we must, must be exalted. Amen. Because you will see if, the Lord will see if, if, if you take all those things upon yourself. Christ Christ, when he was rich, he put aside his riches to go save man. So the Lord wants to see if you're going to follow Christ. Where, where, where now the Lord gives us a whole bunch of riches. If, if we will take our riches, put down our riches to go and save our fellow man. Just follow this. It's the same pattern. So Christ was tested in that way. We must be tested in that same way. If we say we're followers of Christ, if we say, say we're sent Adventists, if we say we're Christians, well, if you're a Christian, then look at Christ. Then follow Christ. All right. Next paragraph, um, going to what Michelle said. Can someone read this paragraph, please? The bold portion, just for time. Let him watch and pray and keep his eyes sig signal, single to the glory of God. As his imagination takes hold upon things unseen and he contemplates the joy of the hope that is set before him, even the precious boon of, of life eternal, the commendation of man will, will not fill his mind with thoughts of pride. All right, stop there. And praise God, this is what the Lord ha has been showing us in the, in, in the past, um, past weeks as well. Showing us many unseen things. And these things we must keep in the forefront of our minds so we do not, um, so, so our minds do not come, um, be filled with thoughts of pride. Go ahead. And at times, when the enemy makes special efforts to spoil him by flattery and worldly honor, his brethren should faithfully 
warn him of his dangers. For if left to himself, he will be, he will be prone to make mistakes and reveal human frailties. Amen. Okay, so read the next one. It is not the empty cup that we have trouble in carrying. It is a cup full to the brim that must be carefully balanced. Affliction and adversity may cause much inconvenience, inconvenience and may bring great depression. But it is prosperity that is dangerous to spiritual life. Amen. Unless the human subject is in constant submission to the will of God, unless he is sanctified by the truth and has the faith that works by love and purifies the soul, prosperity will surely arouse the natural inclination to presumption. Amen. So once we have, what, what, once riches and honor and all these things come, the, the, the natural man's next step is to, is to step out of the bounds of God. It's, it's just natural. The, the, the very next thing is to just step right out of the bounds of God. Presumption becomes the monster to deal with. Amen. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Swindon. I was just going to quote earlier, but I, I can't find it. She says, she says, um, Swindon said that, Yes, the dark ages was advantages to the papacy, but she says light ah, yes, is yes, yes. just as much advantageous mm -hmm. to the papacy, papacy. Amen. as the darkness, which is the prosperity. Amen. And this is what she hasn't seen. The papacy has not yet dealt with a people who has had great, great. light. Yeah, amen. She's dealt with the people who she kept in darkness. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the world, now when we get that great light, it's also advantageous to, to her, her that she's going to use that same light. Amen. To, 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 um, Amen. And this was this was shown in Exodus 20. Korah was on that same mount receiving great light, and and then Satan used that great light for for his own means to go and bring about a new order of things. And and I think she said that very same thing in that chapter that Korah wanted a new order of things. He wanted to bring about the new world order. So the new world order is brought about with people with great light. With great literal, yeah, amen, literal rich men, literal great inventions, but also spiritual light and, and spiritual inventions as well. It's both of them. Yeah, you have King Saul. Who amen. Came from the poor and the exalted prosperity. Amen. Amen. So it, it's, you can see it throughout the scriptures many, many times. Um, I'm at the... Alright, no, I'll just have more more things to go over here and I would really like to but I must stop for now cuz that is, my time is running out. Let's read this last last quote, the next one. I'm going to just read the first line. And we have to keep this in mind cuz we cannot murmur cuz we don't have money. We cannot murmur cuz because because we're small and how much influence and honor and all these things. Amen. Praise God, the Lord is leading us. The Lord is leading us in poverty. He's testing us in poverty. And we have to pass this test right and use, use the little monies we have here and there to do the work of the Lord. Because another test is coming and it's prosperity. And, and the Lord is the one that will prosper us. And actually, I'll, let's go let's jump down to Matthew 4, verse 1, and then we'll jump back up. It's in the, um, in the next, next heading. It says, Then was Jesus led of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. So God is the one that led Christ on this height. Because, because as you go in verse 5, he, he is at the top. Then in verse 8, he is at a higher point again. So it's the, it, the Lord is the one that is prospering Christ here. But as, as God, is, um, as God led, led Christ in, um, in, into those heights, Satan is there to come and tempt him. And, and Christ did not fall. So this is our pattern right here, Matthew 4. When, when, when we're at the top, do not fall to Satan's devices. And, and the safeguard here is the scriptures, because this is what Christ did to take down Satan. But now let's go back up to the top of page 6. I believe it's page 6. It says, in the valley of what? Amen. Oh, okay. In the valley of humiliation, where men depend on God to teach them and to guide their every step, there is comparative what? Safety. Amen. So we cannot murmur here at all. We cannot repine and fret because we don't have much. We, um, the, amen. It's also the spirit of papacy to go and um, repine and fret because, of, um, because you don't have. All of our needs have been met. We have not missed a meal. We have everything, and the Lord has been blessing us with 
abundance of light. But a time is going to come when, when this abundance of light will reach out in the earth and our people will flock in. And people will love you. Oh, man, you speak so great. Oh, this is nice. You dress nice. Oh, you look nice. I like your hair. I like your pants. I like this. I like that. Those things will be said. Amen. And amen. Our response will be, come see a man. Come look at Jesus Christ. Go and look at how Jesus Christ speaks. Look at how Jesus Christ dressed. Look at, look at Jesus Christ here. Because all those things are written in, in, in the Bible. And his hair was as wool. All right. So now if, if they bring that up, we can study with them about God's hair. Bring it only to the glory of God. Do not speak of yourself. Don't look at yourself because you are only an instrument in, 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 a man's, in, in, in a man Christ Jesus' hands. That's all it is. So um, we, we, we cannot fret now because if we fret now and then, and then um, the time comes when, when God gives much, we, we won't fret then. We'll just leave. Directly leave and go out into the world. Go ahead, Michelle. Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. Go ahead. Okay. So now if you go read this same chapter, she got money because of her business. She got a new position and it directly turned her against God immediately. And means flowed in and she turned against God. Exactly. Yup. Said, and then she was made rich. Amen. It is. Amen. Yes, it is true. Amen. Amen. It says, in the valley of humiliation, there is comparative. Safety compared to to being rich in abundance, it's safety. It it is th this life is an easier life than having loads of money, loads of this and loads of that. But even if we're poor, the Lord will still pour out light, and that is where you have to also fight against because you will think that this light came because of me, or of or because of I. No, you do not lift up yourself. You do not lift up a man. If you want to lift up a man, lift up the man Christ Jesus. Amen, yes. And the reason why I'm saying that is because Kalash had a nice quote this morning that talked about how a man's whole life is to get, he wants to gain wealth. God mm -hmm. made him to increase in wealth. And I was thinking about it, and it's right there. The Bible says, be fruitful and multiply. That's the command. So mm -hmm. a man's goal is to get wealth, is when he seeks the wrong wealth. Right? That's when the heart, because that's mm -hmm. when the heart comes into play. But for those who seek first the kingdom of God, and his says, righteousness, all these things shall be shall added. added. So it's, it's not the riches itself, it's Amen. the heart with the riches. Amen. And, and because by God's grace, if we are faithful to him, he's going to give us what he gives us. And if we are faithful, he's going to use it aright for the upbuilding of his kingdom and not for the upbuilding of ourselves here in this earth. Amen. Oh, and last point. And she took all that money, started buying stuff for her home to make her home looking nice and all these things. These things we have heard in our midst, we have to watch this spirit because if we had that money, we, we would go for it and do, do those very same things. Go, go and buy a better couch, go and buy a better um, bed, a new car, new this, new that. We have to watch that spirit. Go ahead, Quentin. Last, last, last thought. Thinking about it, and it really is uh, essential for us to get it right and be tested um, with abundance because ultimately the promised land, heaven, is that abundance. Amen. Yes. And He's so, testing us for that. Right. If we don't get it right here, then we're not going to be right when we get there. Amen. But those that throw their crowns before Christ are the ones that. Amen. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. So Amen. Anyone goes to heaven, they must be tested in prosperity. Because. It doesn't have to be money, it can just be like. 
Yep. Amen. There, there's, there's a song, a song that was sung in, 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 um, in church, and, I, and, and this song, this song, this song's in my, in mind now. It says, "We give thee but thine own. Whatever gifts may be, all, all that we have is thine, O Lord. A trust, O Lord, from thee." So, we only, God has just given us this to give it right back to Him. That is the that song just sums up what we should do. That's it. If the money comes, give it right back to God. Amen. Yes, we don't own it. Just give it right back to God. So that is the easiest route. Make yourself poor again. That's it. If you get rich, just make just make yourself poor again. It's the it's, it's the easiest route. There's comparative safety. Amen. Give and and it shall be given. And if you keep giving, it's gonna come back to you. But. Um, all right, let's close with a word of prayer. I, I pray that we keep these in mind, and also myself. Merciful Father in heaven, Lord, please, O Lord, save us from our evil hearts, from evil thoughts, from our wrong feelings. Please, O Lord, help us to fight back self and sin in this day. Please help us to search out these things and see self and see you as well, Lord. Please, Father, help us to... Um, Use use the means right now, and to um, walk in the light as as you're in this as as you're in the light, O oh Lord. And and we ask all these things in your Son's name. We pray, Amen.